Hello, hello. How's everyone doing out there? This is your pal Dane Alves with an episode of Dane Rants. Show and, you know, as you've heard before, probably, I like to rant about different things in entertainment and weigh in on uh, news and uh, all that type of stuff. I have a fun show for you guys. We're going to kind of go over some of the stuff that's been happening with the comic book movies. I haven't done this in a while. And I'm not doing it by myself to go over the future of the MCU, to go over the future of the DC, I guess you don't call it a DCEU anymore, the DC, we're just going to fucking call it at this point. Uh, to join me, Abe Greer from Hyper Entertainment and, of course, Super Geek Trivia over in Atlanta, doing a lot of fun stuff. He'll tell you about that. But thanks for joining me tonight, buddy. Man, thanks for having me, man. It is an absolute pleasure to be here to witness one of your epic rants. And uh, well, everyone, oh, oh, please, please. Well, hopefully it won't be too much ranting, but <laughs> there's probably going to be a little bit. But it happens. It, it wouldn't be day in rants without some good ranting. No, it would not. But uh, how have you been, man? Uh, how's the, uh, you know, the, the geek trivia stuff and all uh, that? Um, thanks for asking, man. Um, Super Geek Trivia, we had a pretty good summer um, thus far. Uh, we're multiple locations in the city on the south side of Atlanta, you know, down in Clayton County, Fed County. Um, we just love seeing what people know about random shit. You know, oh, can I curse, by the way? Excuse me. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can fucking okay. curse. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, just, just we love to test people's knowledge on things that they didn't think they would be able to pull, you know. Um, we call it useless knowledge, but with my game, it's useful, so... People out there, when you if you're listening, please come out to Super Geek Trivia. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can see the locations that we're at weekly. And uh, we'd love to test your geek knowledge. That would be amazing. Yes, and as I also said, you can find uh, Hyper Entertainment, a great group for news and a lot of other information on Facebook. And I'm sure you have other platforms for that one as well. Well, Hyper is just a Facebook group, but we I'm, I'm going to be honest. We take a lot of stuff from Geek Vibes Nation, man. Um, at the, uh, what's his name? His name is um, Joel, I think his name is. Joel. Joel. Joel, yes, yes. He always drops awesome news. I'll share it to Hyper. Um, and I, I don't like to try to claim it as my news because um, he does a lot of scooping. And, and we appreciate Geek Vibes Nation for being our brother site or our sister site, however you want to say it, because um, they're awesome. And and that's actually one of the reasons that um, I enjoy Dan. He, he puts cool takes. He puts fan casting out. Um, a lot of stuff about wrestling, which I also like. So it's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you so much. But you can find Hyper on Facebook. Um, our group's on Facebook, and that's it. Gotcha, and appreciate all the stuff that you said about Geek Vibes, and Joel is awesome. If there's one person I'm going to ask most of the time, if I haven't had a chance to like try to hear from someone I listen to on YouTube, I usually message Joel or Kanan, uh, one of the head guys involved. Shout out to both of them. They do a great job, great, get a lot of great news. Um, but Joel's primarily on Facebook. Kanan does all the uh, the Twitter stuff. And, uh, yeah, if, like, hey, I've heard about this whole Marvel Knights thing. Any legitimacy to that? And they'll be like, no, that seems to be more of a rumor, but hopefully they're pushing something like that. To, you know, stuff like that. It's a good avenue and a good way to uh, decipher through news because there's a lot of bullshit out there, unfortunately. Man, dude, every time somebody drops a trailer on Hyper, I'm like, 
dude, did you check to see if that was legitimate or did you just see it on YouTube and just post the trailer? It's like if it doesn't say Marvel on it or if it doesn't say IGN or something, you know, reputable, it's not real. And I don't hate on guys out there making fake trailers, but I just don't like it when they try to pass it as as if it's the real trailer. You know, um, it's like ultimate clickbait. So I appreciate Geek, Geek Vibes Nation because it's always legitimate stuff. It's never any fake stuff. And, um, and that's what I'm looking for when I'm online. I want the real. I feel you, dude. And, uh, yeah, just there's certain websites to stay away from. I've, 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 had a, I've had a Dane rant in the fucking past talking about shit like this partially. But there's <laughs> certain websites that if you see something, use this thing called Google and research. It's kind of <laughs> like when you see sometimes in comment sections and someone asks a question about a musician and it's like you couldn't have just brought up – you have to ask random strangers instead of just investigating your fucking self. It's <laughs> out there. If it's just being covered by something like Screen Rants, Movie Pilot, uh, Cosmic Book Movie News, uh, any of those outlets. Yeah. We got this covered. We got this covered. It might be complete bullshit. The source that they claim might be some random guy in, a, in Poughkeepsie hanging out having a barbecue. I, I, you know, it just, 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 just research. Uh, John Campia, um, John Campia had he expected Henry Cavill to show up at Comic Con what a week ago, two weeks ago, whenever Comic Con was, and it, all he did was say it. And then the news start coming out saying, oh, Henry Cavill's going to be at Comic-Con. And he did a show about it. And I know you like John Campion as well. He, and he was like, I think they might think I'm the source because I'm the one that said that. Like, yeah. And he, and he was just hoping. He, had, he, he didn't put anything on it. He was just – he said that was his big shot in the dark, you know, um, surprise that he thought Comic-Con would have Henry Cavill coming out with, um, with um, The Rock for Black Adam. But – you know, th- that's how it is. If one person says something and somebody else puts it out and says, hey, that's, you know, I heard it from a reputable source. Uh, dude, come on, man. But it's okay, though. I digress. <laughs> yeah, you know, I hate to say the term, but fake news. Because here's the thing, <laughs> that when it comes down to it, you know, it's a lot of times just bullshit. It's conjecture. It's hope. A lot of times, like a fan cast, like I'm making, if I try to force it into existence. Yeah. Because... The source is not reputable. There's nothing about it that really screams this is true, and it just like gets other people fucking confused, and then they start believing the nonsense, and then they get mad when people don't believe it, and you know you just there's a lot of nerds. The thing I can compare it to, Abe, is um, with wrestling, like you were talking about with news articles and how much it's just clickbait nonsense. Now it's going to point if a wrestler says a statement about something within wrestling on one of their podcasts or in an interview, they'll grab that and make this it a salacious headline. And it's like, what the fuck happened to reporting? Oh, that's a whole entire different episode of Dane Rance. Yeah. Anyone can be a reporter now, you know. It used to be, you know. You make music as well, so you understand. It's like a musician, man. Like, anybody can be a musician these days. All you need is a laptop and a... You know what I mean? A beat producer machine, a USB mic, and boom, you're a musician. You know, um, but there has to be some kind of legitimacy in your profession to call yourself a reporter or a musician or, or, or whatever you want to be. Uh, it can't just be pretending or make-believing. You know, it's like there has to be a fine line in between what's – who's really telling the truth, you know, in these days. Like you said, just look on Google, man. Just Google it, and you'll find out real fast. Good source is Variety. 
if, if Variety says <laughs> yes. anything, it's happening. Yes. Usually. Uh, yes. Hollywood Reporter is the one, I would say, before that. Yes. Deadline's up there, but you, it's some, sometimes they go for salacious and get bullshit. They but do. there is you can look up there's there's places to look up lists of the better things collider even though they completely fucked up their whole entire youtube oh, network i don't want to get into it we could they have good <laughs> yeah exactly they have good news source but just just look for the stuff that's true and you and you'll and you'll figure it out um if they build it they will come i don't know what the fuck that has anything to do with it but feel the dreams always, um it's time for a feel the dreams reference always I'm not even a baseball fan, man, and I love seeing the the Field of Dreams field that the MLB actually plays in. That's pretty yes. fucking awesome. It's a, it's amazing, man. That's a classic movie, a classic Americana, man. Never get rid of it. Yes. So a lot's happened lately. Um, so let's start with Marvel. Uh, you know, we had obviously Comic Con and DC. They had a couple things, but I think when it comes to their personal. Uh, I don't know if they're doing it all online like they've done it before, but like their own personal little uh, convention thing. I forgot what the hell it's called. I think it's DC Universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to release more information there. But it was basically just talking for uh, mainly Black Adam with The Rock coming out from the fucking ground with the smoke and the, and the, and the lightning. That shit was pretty epic. But that and Captain Marvel was mainly what they were talking about, and uh, Aquaman, so nothing too big. So I expect to see any, like, bigger announcements probably at DC's, um, I, f- I forgot what it's called, their D23, basically. It's like the, it's the, fa- is it the fandom? Yes, DC fandom. Yeah, I expect them to drop some, um, well, I saw that um, they said they had a 10-year plan, you know, coming up for DC, and they said Superman was going to be at the helm of the plan. Because um, I know more than – I think any everybody wants to see Henry Cavill get another shot, a fair shot. Because, you know, um, Man is Steel – dude, I might – your fans might not like this statement, but I could care less. I think Man is Steel is amazing. I, I, I love Me it. Me too. It, 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 awesome. That's what I like to hear. It's so underrated. Um, it has a crappy rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't go by often. But Henry Cavill was a great Superman. He just got shitted on, man. It's like, hey, we're going to give you a sequel. No, we're going to throw Batman in it. Sorry, you know, it's like, dude, give this man a shot. And I think he needs a fair shot to really to really show us what he could be, you know. But they've already killed him, brought him back to life. It's like, um, I don't know. I don't know what they got going on at DC, man. Maybe you could give some more insight on that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get to that. Um, but let's get through uh, Marvel real quick. But, yeah, yes, there's some, some stuff that happened with DC and a lot of the announcements. And we'll definitely talk about the Batgirl uh Situation. Mm. Uh, wow. uh, also, yeah. But um, specifically, that was pretty much it from DC. Marvel, they basically showed us what this phase is about to end, Phase Four, and gave us the information for Phase Five. All the big stuff coming out of that. Maybe a couple things added. We don't know. Um, I, I realize that there are seven, I believe, properties for television and movies uh, for uh, this last phase, and have, they've had seven movies pretty much primarily for all the phases before that. Um, so the next one had six. Deadpool 3 is being made. Yes. So I don't know if that's going to be in this phase or phase six itself, 
But Phase 5 seems to be having the possibility, at least I'm saying, based on that, maybe another show, maybe another movie. And then from Phase 6, we only have uh, Fantastic Four. We have uh, Avengers, uh, the Kang one. I forgot what the weird name of it is. Sorry about that. And uh, and then Avengers um, Secret Wars. Mm -hmm. So interesting. This is... They basically said that this is called the multiverse era, uh, mm-hmm. where it was the Infinity era was the one beforehand, and the Thanos is Kang, but a lot of people are saying, or maybe conjecturing as, as a rumor, that Doctor Doom could definitely be, it could be Kang and Doctor Doom. Uh, totally. But they haven't introduced him until probably the beginning of Phase 6. So Totally. What do you think about this announcement with their with their uh, schedule going forward? One thing about Kevin Feige, you can, people can say whatever they want to say about this guy, but they can't say he doesn't know how to put on a show, that he doesn't know how to, you know, cause um, pandemonium and fanfare. I mean, he is he's a master marketer. Um, phase four was lackluster to say the least, but and I think Phase four is really only lackluster because of our expectations. You know, it's, you you watch yeah. Endgame. After watching Endgame, it's like it's like doing heroin for the first time. You know, you get so <laughs> freaking high, and then you're trying to chase that dragon. You're trying to chase it. Like, man, I, I, I need to get my fix. I need to get my fix. And nothing has given us that Endgame feeling. It, it, it's going to be hard to replicate that. However, well, oh, please, please, really quick. Oh, please. No, oh, no. Please. What was I going to say? Uh, it, it's crazy because probably the biggest movie that's lived up since Endgame was – Produced by Sony, and that was Spider-Man: <laughs> No Way Home. Just fucking crazy if you think about that. Since Morbius and oh, the future, man. Craven, oh, the God. the Animal Protector. Mm. <laughs> oh, Morbius. Well, when I saw they were making a Morbius movie, and 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 I'm not a big Jared Leto guy anyway. Um, so that just I don't know what that was, but um, but Kevin Feige. He, you know, people weren't expecting. Actually, John Campius said this. I, I'm going to say his name a lot. I'm not going to lie because I use him for a lot of stuff. But um, me too. John, that's awesome. Man, he, he's he's been around in this movie scope, you know, for probably longer than most people when it comes to vlogging and you know giving out his opinions. He's been he. I'd I call him the father of the internet um, movie pundits. I, I would call him definitely one of the grandfathers of it. Um, but he said he said that. Oh, that at Comic Con, that Kevin Feige, they wouldn't be introducing that many things. He said we might get a Black Panther trailer, we might get this, we might get this. He, he said it wasn't going to be a lot. That was his um expectations. They exceeded it. I mean, I woke up that morning like, what? I was like, what, dude? I mean, I knew about the Agatha show, but I was like, oh, they announced Agatha, they announced a new Daredevil show, and like, oh, awesome, the Marvels, because Miss Marvel was my favorite. Of the DC uh, or the, the Phase Four shows that easily for me, so I'm looking forward to the Marvels, and I wasn't before, but now I am because of Miss Marvel. It has me hyped for it. But dude, Kevin Feige knows how to set up. He knows how to set up hope. He knows how to make just grand gestures where people are just like, "Oh my God, I can't wait!" And now we're and now we're all looking forward to the next three years. You know, so thanks, Kevin Feige, for that. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. No, absolutely, and we'll talk about some stuff, actually, when we get to D.C., um, just the changes that I think has hindered Kevin Feige a bit, uh, showing off a little bit in this Phase 4, ever since um, 
Big Daddy Bobby Bob Iger, uh, you know, <laughs> got off the the top of the mountain and he's not there anymore. They have a new CEO in charge of Disney Corporate, and then Alan Horn, his mentor, leaving Disney Entertainment, uh, who helped allow him to really be hands on. Because I've heard that Kevin Feige pretty much has most say in everything, but not exactly final say like he used to. Mm. Mm. Which is um, which is troubling to say the least. It's like, hey, if he had if he had final say, you know, prior to phase the end of phase three, then why would the these big wigs? Why would you not want him to keep making you guys money? He obviously knows what he's doing. You know, it's like Kevin Feige's and Kevin Feige's been in the game for way before the MCU started. You know, he was um an assistant of AVA Red or AVA Red. So he's, mm-hmm. he, it, so he's dealt with big pictures. He's dealt with um, Marvel and he's obviously a fan. That's what I love most about him, Dane, is that he's a fan and you can see it. You know, he, he has a vision for what he wants. If they come to fruition, sometimes maybe not for the fan, maybe not for me. You know, I, I didn't care for like Shang-Chi. I didn't care for Shang-Chi that much. I didn't care for, you know, um, um, what else came out? Um, WandaVision was decent, you know, Loki was Do you want decent. me to give you a, a list of uh, Phase 4? I can just I, knock it out right here. Actually, I have Phase 4 right... Oh, yeah, please, give me the list, please, sir, give me the list. Let's hear it. All right, I'm just going to say, just in order, basically, shows okay. and movies all included, so okay. if if you don't like that, I didn't do that out there in uh, TV land, <laughs> sorry. Anyways, uh, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, Black Widow, uh, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Hawkeye, Morbius... Wait, no, that's not it. That was a smudge. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moon Knight, uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and, of course, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever to end out Phase 4. Mm-hmm. You know, um, WandaVision came at the perfect time. You know, we were just coming out of... Pan- we were still in the pandemic, not mm-hmm. coming out of it. We were right in the pandemic. We needed stuff to watch, you know, and we needed MCU stuff to watch bad. So that was the first thing that we had post pen, you know, or mid pandemic. So I think WandaVision was going to be accepted no matter what. Now it was delightful. Don't get me wrong. I, it was, it was cute, nostalgic. Um, but towards the end, I felt it kind of got a little convoluted, kind of teetered off towards the last like three episodes. Um, but you know, it, it reaped the benefit and, of us being in the pandemic and same with falcon and winter soldier falcon and winter soldier was decent once again it was decent um i just you know my favorite of the movies was eternals and our spider-man i always forget about spider-man bro excuse me i always forget about that one um there were it was just it's hard to top end game at the end of the day my guy it's just hard oh yeah that's 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 a tall task you know i mean I don't know, man. What about you? What do you think um, some of the the bad eggs were in the phase four? Well, here's the thing. I'll, I'll just go over all of them, um, okay. kind of like you just did. Basically, WandaVision, I loved the show up until the ending, and I kind of think they dropped the ball. But not as bad as fucking Moon Knight, which was amazing, and then the last two episodes really shit the bed. Mm-hmm. But Falcon <laughs> and Winter Soldier was fun. It was, a, it was an action tale, kind of similar to Hawkeye. Yes, so I feel about both those things. The difference is one's about something that's a bit more important, obviously, with the themes. The other one was just a Christmas action movie, like Die Hard or some <laughs> that's shit. exactly what it was. 
So, and then I actually, I'm, I'm an opposite of you. I really like Shang-Chi. Okay. Didn't, I wasn't too big of a fan of the Internals. Uh, I'm going to be actually going back and watching every MCU film soon. I just want to do the whole journey. So I will be rewatching some of these other ones. So maybe my opinions will change on certain films. And who knows? Maybe some of them I won't look at in such high regard as I did beforehand. But anyways, I absolutely love Spider-Man. Moon Knight yes. was great uh, for a good portion of it. I put too much into, and I think a lot of fans did, and some admit it, some don't, but with Multiverse of Madness, I had way too high of expectations. Then again, this is the multiverse era, so I kind of expect when we get to, I don't know, a movie like uh, Secret Wars, mm-hmm. for there to be a lot of crazy shit in there. You know, um, it. You know it. I haven't seen Thor, honestly. I want to, but it's just not been on. It's, this, it's not as much of like a, all right, I have to go out and see this immediately. That, that's what this phase did to me. And I heard it was fun. I'll see it. Miss Marvel, I loved it. It was consistent the whole way through. Thank and I'm you. looking forward to She-Hulk and especially Wakanda Forever, but I'm still kind of – I still feel very similar to John Campia, very similar to Chadwick Boseman's uh, brother that they probably recast. should recast the character to – I agree. Because that, that would have really – because that's what apparently Chadwick wanted, and that would have shown support towards the character that he made famous instead of just – stopping it but who knows what they're going to do in the future we just got to watch the movie and maybe sure you will get it probably i, I agree with i agree 150 percent with that last statement you say the comic the the character is bigger than the actor no disrespect um to chat with bozeman you know he, we love him and he will we'll always love him and his family but t'challa is is T'Challa and Chadwick is Chadwick. Two different things. You you put something up one day. I think it was um, John Washington. I think it was Denzel's son. As um, yeah, dude, him. dude, I could have totally, I could have totally seen that. I, I, you know, um, and I think he's an up and coming actor. Not so big where it would have taken us out of it. You know, like if you put someone like Ilmunger in it, then you know maybe it might be a little jarring. You know, but man, I I totally could have seen that, but. Like you said, we have to watch the movie. We'll see what they do because they still have Ryan Coogler, and I trust him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I'm pretty sure they gave Chadwick a proper send-off, and, um, and I, I, I'm assuming it's Shuri. I'm, I'm putting all my money on that it's her. And if that's the case, then, hey, at least we get a genius. You know, at least we get another genius behind the suit. So, But back to what you said about Shang-Chi. Um, Shang-Chi, it was the same thing as WandaVision for me. It was the first movie that came out. You know, after the pandemic, so I was so hyped, and I love Asian movies. Um, and I was just really looking forward to it. And they had the actors, great actors in it. I think what really threw me off with Shang Chi was that it was just so cheesy for me. You know, I'm like, there. I was telling my my buddy of mine, I was like, there are kung fu movies, or martial arts movies, or Hong Kong crime movies right now that are better than Shang Chi. And I'm like, if you're gonna do it. And I'm not a big Aquafina fan, by the way. But if you're gonna do it, then it's like, <laughs> dude, embrace the Asian, all the Asian culture. Like the fight scenes were so, they just looked so script, um, not scripted, but just so manufactured. They didn't seem real. I never felt a threat. Like I never felt like he was in any, any danger, and um, or anyone was in any danger. Eternals, however, I'm trust me, I'm in the minority. I thought Eternals was ambitious. It was so – like I saw what they were trying to do, um, and the character of Makari, the speedster, 
in the in the movie. I felt that she was one of the that was one of the best displays of speed that I'd ever seen in a movie. Um, just yep. the, the the effect of it. It was it was amazing. Um, they probably sidelined some characters that I liked a lot, like Druig. Um, I also liked Phaestos. Um, they didn't give them enough light. Um, but like I say, I, I appreciate Eternals. The Eternals. Um, the ambitiousness of it. Like they tried to do something different, at least you know. But these these world ending bosses at the end, you know, you got a, a celestial sticking out of Earth. Like, are they ever going to come back to that? Are they going to are they ever going to mention that again? Because that was a whole thing sticking out of Earth, and no one's talked about it since. So that's kind of strange. But um, well, they've done that a lot in this. They've they, they, like the Time Police and Loki. You got oh my goodness, fucking you got so many different the gods, I guess, and um that they they show in in Thor and. Mm-hmm. Everything. There's like mm-hmm. different levels of witches now, yeah. and <laughs> and the biggest thing I think, besides the whole re- not recasting T'Challa, which I'm also going to throw out, Lakita Stanfield. I think that he would oh, do a great fucking job as T'Challa. He's an incredible actor. Would have killed it, bro. Would have killed it. But who knows what they're going to do? But I, I just want to throw that out there. But um, yeah, it's just pretty amazing, man. Um. I guess let's get to Phase 5. We'll, we'll talk about that real quick. Okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Obviously, Kang's going to be introduced a lot more in that since he was in Loki. Secret Invasion, I can't wait. It's going to be an awesome series with Samuel Jackson talking about the awesome event. Probably doing it much more condensed, and I'm assuming it's going to be Skrulls, you know, invading. Yeah, uh, right. Echo will introduce Kingpin and fucking Daredevil again. Um... Daredevil's also going to be in She-Hulk, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the last one. Then we have Loki Season 2. We have the Marvels, which I'm assuming it's Photon, or they don't call her Photon anymore. They call her uh, Quaid? No. Um, Spectrum. Spectrum, that's and, it. Spectrum, that's it. In the comics. But the original Captain Marvel, the, the Captain Marvel that was in the Avengers before Carol Danvers was even going by Captain Marvel. She was still Miss Marvel in the comics. A lot of people don't yes. know that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but the two of them, and also now Miss Marvel, I hope, I would love to see Marvel involved. I don't know if he's allowed, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But it'll be cool to have them all teamed up. Uh, Blade, I think everyone's looking forward to that. I want, I want a fucking, I want some type of cameo from Wesley Snipes. Like, can he be... It. You gotta have it, what, man. Is it Winsler? Is the name of uh, like Blade's older Whistler? mentor? Whis- yeah. Whistler. Have fucking Blade play, or have what you gonna call it? Have him play Whistler. You know that what I'm saying? Ama- that would be absolutely amazing. I mean, <laughs> yes, please, yes. Anyways, um, and then we have um, Ironheart, mm-hmm. the show, Agatha, Daredevil. Captain America, New World Order, which I heard that uh, Hollywood Hogan is going to be in there. I'm just kidding. What? And, um, <laughs> oh god! I just, I just I just caught the joke. Thank you. I just caught the joke. I was like, what? And now Thunderbolts. I, now I have to see it. Now I have to see it. And Thunderbolts. Okay. Yep. A lot of fun okay. stuff. I could talk about this. Yeah. This uh, man. Please. Where would you like to start? Well, you know, I. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm really looking forward to this uh, Wasp and um, Ant-Man movie just because I, I feel that they're going to really flesh out. The one thing I'm worried about is more of a universe. Now we're going to make the 
the microverse bigger and like you know really. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this. Hey. Please. Them not having a specific like back foundation, like the two pillars for the longest time in the first three phases, was Captain America and Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And now you really, uh, you know, Thor's been there too. So has the Hulk. But Thor's now goofy as shit. The Hulk mm-hmm. has a fucked up arm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ca- uh, the unfortunate events with Black Panther. You know, Miss Marvel hasn't been around that much. Doctor Strange is a terrible fucking, you know, a, a person to leave in charge, if you will. <laughs> and Spider-Man's still a kid. So it, if there's really a loss right now, I feel like, without those interconnecting characters of them two, and also even Nick Fury to an extent, mm-hmm. that built up all the other movies uh, in the first three phases. I think... They have a couple of issues, actually. Uh, one being what you just said. The other one being, you were talking. You touched on this uh, not too long ago. That all the different factions you have now. You know, you, you know, when we when, when we were coming up with the first couple of phases, you had Shield, and that was it. You know, and then <laughs> and you had Shield and Hydra, and, and that was it. Now you have um, what was it? Miss Marvel. I think they were called Damage Control. And then you have yep. now you have Sword. Now you have um, Power Broker. You have uh, time police, uh, it's the TVA, like you know, all these different, you know, factions that we don't know who's in control, and it's a lot. And that same thing could be said for, and on the inverse, it could be said for the heroes. Like there's a lot of heroes. Who's going to take forefront now? I I don't know. Could it be Spider Man? Possibly. I mean, especially since the way it ended. I um I wasn't the biggest fan of No Way Home. Like overall, but the last half of the movie is what makes me think it's a classic. I love the ending. I say from like halfway to the end. I love the way they ended Peter Parker's journey, and now he can finally be the Spider-Man that I know and I love. I'm looking forward to that. Um, could it be Paul Rudd? Do you think Paul Rudd has the chops to be that guy? You know that? No. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, lo- I love I love Paul Rudd, but like. <laughs> Paul, you're gonna lead. I'm gonna what? That's you know. I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you, do you, do you, now, if they use, if they make it a woman, now if they make it a woman, do you? I like what you said about Carol Danvers. Like she's not here enough to be that person. You know, she's she leaves whenever she wants. Like, oh yeah, there's stuff going on in the planets. I can't be here. Well, we need you. You know, like we need we need something. I, I don't see it being Echo. I don't see it being Blade. Like. It, it just goes back to what you said. I don't know. Like, I just don't know. I don't know what's what. Now, I'm hoping we get some clarity, you know, um, come Wakanda forever. Other than now, that, I don't want to skip too much, but that movie, I think, is going to be the most pivotal movie of this phase. I think that we'll get the most, um, that we'll get the best idea of what's coming on in the future after we see that one. Um, so, after I see Wakanda forever, I can, I, I could discuss this a little more, but as of right now, I don't see a leader. I don't see those pillars, you know, um, that that weave everything together. I just don't see it. Um, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at the list now. I'm not seeing it. I just, I don't know. Could it be? No, could I, it be Falcon? Do you think it could be Falcon? Well, I mean, you would hope that, uh, you know, what they've built up, it would probably be. I would assume Falcon, um, Miss or Captain Marvel, not Miss Marvel. Um, 
and probably I love, Swamo, by the way. I, I, love I love that name. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> it just, it, 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 I feel like eventually they're going to have to just get over themselves. And if, if Robert Downey Jr. and oh. Chris Evans don't want to come back, then oh, possibly recast them. I mean, we already talked about it with Chadwick yes. Boseman at T'Challa. The character is more important than the actor playing the character. Agree. When it comes down to it. Uh, it, it just is. And as much as it pains me to say that about RDJ, because, you know, even before, you know, you do fantastic, man, so I know you, you know all about who we want to see, you know, playing the roles. I always thought Robert Downey Jr. would be a good Tony Stark, even when I was younger, before they made yep. Iron Man, because he looks like him, even the, and he's and he had all those problems, you know, like in, in his life, you know, with drinking and drugs and, and not judging him on that, but it just mirrored Tony Stark's like demon in a bottle storyline so much. Um, he, he was the perfect, the perfect Iron Man. That's going to be hard to recast. Not going to lie, it's going to be yeah. hard, but it can be done though. Like it can be done, and it, and it must be done. Like if you have to do it, you have to do it. Now, Chris Evans, do you think do you think Chris Evans was the perfect Captain America, or we just we just got used to it? I think we just got used to it. And hey, I hope Anthony Mackie does great with Same whatever iteration of Captain America. But if we want to get Steve Rogers back on, he can be head of Shield. He can eventually go back to Cap for whatever reason within the storyline. And I heard Chris Evans basically said that he was done. If he's done, man, I feel like there's a lot of fucking people you can put in there and it'll be fine. Like Matt Damon, Ooh. get him to be Captain America. He did the Bourne movies, he's well known. He'll do Never a fucking that. fine job. That would be amazing. Um, I'm trying to think. It sucks. For his his uh, his twin is uh, the guy that's in the movie uh, the movie that he's in right now, the Russo brothers one. I forgot what's called on Netflix. Oh, he's but, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, but he's Canadian. I don't know if that really matters <laughs> or not. But like Ryan Gosling would be like inserting. I feel like uh, John David Washington for t- for T'Challa, like. It's what the fuck's the difference? And no offense to Chris, he's great, but Ryan's a little bit better of an actor as well. So, you know, you but he's Ryan Gosling. I have to make him the leader of Alpha Flight. What's his name? It's not Guardian. What's the leader? His name? Guardian. Yeah, yeah, Guardian. You might have to make him Guardian. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like him and him and Stephen Amell and uh, Jared Kesso from Letterkenny are gonna be fighting over that role. Um, he's but, Canadian. Yeah. Oh, he is Canadian for sure. Ryan Gosling bothers me, man. I don't know what it is. He's... It's a, it's a, it's it's a cocky smile. He's got. yes, he's always smirking, even in the most serious situations. That's it. I watched The Gray Man, and I gotta tell you, that was the most ridiculous <laughs> movie I think I ever seen in my life. I was like, I can't believe. And I think they spent like two hundred million on that budget. I was like, man, this is what's killing Netflix. Y'all are making you're making two hundred dollars, two hundred million dollar movies that suck. That's what's killing or, guys. <laughs> or, you know, put a lot of work and money into shows that are doing well and then being like, okay, this might be too expensive and we're just going to cut out. After you've already put a shit ton of mo- money into stuff like Mindhunter or Cowboy Bebop, you know, if it doesn't Ooh. do like Squid Squid Games numbers or fucking Stranger Things, they put yes. their tail between their legs. Or they spend a shit ton of money. And Martin Scorsese is one of my favorite directors. Okay. The Irishman caused way too much money. It fucked them over, and the aging, de-aging shit didn't even look that good. No, because they still had their old bodies. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I can still see your old, crippled body. Like, dude, it just it didn't look good. Um, a movie like The Irishman, come on, man. What's that, $50 million tops? 
tops. Like, dude, that's not a big budget movie. I don't know what they. I wonder what they spent that money on. I don't know. I think it was close to like two hundred. That's because ridiculous. Part of it was 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 uh was the effects they used for it, but uh, you know. Anyways, Netflix. Let's uh let's kind of I guess finish up on Marvel before we talk a little bit about DC. But um, what, what do you, would you like to bring up? Um, about a show in Phase um, Five, um, Agatha. Now, me and my sister, my sister's a big Marvel fan too. She will never say it. She's not, she's not an open geek, but she does like the stuff, and she, you know, she watches it, keeps up. We were talking about this two days ago. We were saying, what if Agatha? Because at the end of WandaVision, she was stuck in um in um Westview. You know, um, I think yeah, Wanda made her like be a regular person. So what if after the results of Wanda and Doctor Strange? What if she lost her mind control over Agatha, and that's how Agatha's show starts off? It starts off with her coming out of the spell and being like, "What? Where am I?" And then, and the journey begins. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely see that. I and the idea of her being able to explore with the characters that we met, mm-hmm. in whatever way, mm-hmm. uh, from WandaVision is also cool. Seeing if if any version of Vision comes back within this. And seeing, since Agatha is ridiculously powerful, maybe there's a way to revitalize uh, Miss Miss Scarlet Witch that we're not Ooh. thinking about happening within here. I, I definitely see that coming. I, I definitely see Wanda. I mean, she's not dead. There's no way they killed her. But they did kind of make her irredeemable. So, you know, for her to have a redemption would be um, would be just like a cherry on top. She might come back in that. And last but not least in Phase 5, I wanted to say Ironheart, Riri, Riri, she could be one of the people that could be in the forefront of this whole thing. Since she's a genius, she's going to be taking over Iron Man. Maybe they're positioning her to be, you know, the next Iron Man or the next big thing. I, you know, especially in this world we live in where everybody wants, you know, um, to be represented. You know, so it's like you'll cover two, you'll cover two tabs with that when you have a black woman, you know, running your whole franchise. And I, I think... That could be a possibility. Not saying I want that, but that could happen. Or maybe no, definitely. Maybe Daredevil since they're putting them in so much stuff. You know. Um. Oh, that's <laughs> actually a good concept to talk about. First of all, with Shang Chi, I know he's getting a second movie. We've already talked about that and established mm-hmm. it. Um, but God, can't they either on a mini series and like what you said? You know, I did like Shang Chi, but I agree with you about like I love old martial arts films i always have especially from the 70s and shit yes um and it would be really cool for them to do like i mean what's what's a modern version um crushing tiger hidden dragon almost level thing yes uh but how about just martial arts crazy as hell and put heroes for hire back together Ooh. and i'm talking about getting luke cage iron fist shang chi like they've done a million times in the comics, because that would be a lot of fun. And then I'm sure they're going to do it anyways. If they did that, Aquafina could be there for comic relief and shit like that. But <laughs> and I would I would get I would get Michael Coulter and I would get uh the dude that uh, it wasn't his fault with the fucking show. No, the guy from, no, no. I forgot what, what what he was on Game of Thrones before that, but I forgot what his name is. But he was fine. Or if yeah. you want to recast him, recast him. That's fun too. The Iron Fist actor. I can't remember what his name is. I'm, I'm going to find out real fast. The Iron Fist actor, his name was um, Finn Jones. Finn, Finn Jones. Jones. Yeah, that, that sounds guy. so British. It's so British. And, and, and I love what you just said about it not being his fault. It wasn't his fault. It, no. It, it, no, it was just a, a poorly treated show. Um, the 
I don't know. But on the on the other hand, Luke Cage was phenomenal. Um, so yes, you know, as you go back and get Mike Coulter, dude, that's a great idea about bringing back Heroes for Hire inside of Daredevil or um, inside of any of the shows, especially Shang Chi. That would be awesome. That would be great. And I, I don't think that rumor's true at Marvel Knights, but if they do that, I said, you know, if if they do a crossover where it's Punisher, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, uh, and um, Daredevil, maybe put a couple other people in there if you want, um, get Rodriguez to do it and do it like Sin City. Not stylistically Ooh. with the visual, but inner monologues, connecting, interweaving stories in New York. Yes. And try to model it similar to that. I would think that would be a lot of fun. Maybe uh, Tom Holland shows up at one point. Ooh, give it that whole crime noir vibe. That that would be awesome. I could I could definitely see. I don't want to get off track too much by any means, but Sin City is definitely one of the best templates for a movie. It's a comic book movie that gets lost in the shuffle. Dude, one of the things that I, I loved how, about how vital. No, that's it. That's it. That's all I was going to say. Please. Well, no, just one of the things I loved about uh, Watchmen is that they really made – they didn't change it from the comics. They did it like Sin City with all the inner monologues, and I was like, they didn't need to do this in a Batman film. And when they did that in the Batman, I'm like, that's great, but you guys can do it more. Like, I love yes. that whole entire, like, inside the head of the person, whether it be Batman, whether it be uh, Rorschach, whether it be, you know, Marv. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just a fun element in, a, like, a noir – style you know it works it definitely works um and you, watchman is watchman is one of the best examples of that i mean you know that it, it pushed it just pushes the storyline you can learn things through narration that you don't need to see on screen you know um we, we, we learned robert pattinson man he did it the best you know we, we we learned that he was batman for what a couple of years already we learned that you know he doesn't sleep we learned that he's you know totally committed just to his narration that's dude Let's see if Marvel adapts some of those elements, man. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see what they do. Absolutely. And uh, this will kind of round up Marvel, but also kind of introduce uh, that me and Aber are going to be working on a fan casting podcast coming out soon. And a lot of it is going to do what I am going to want to do eventually recasting the Justice League or <laughs> have an idea of what they're going to do in the future in this 10-year plan. Basically, what I think, I'll just put it this way with DC, I think that they're just going to take what they like, do some type of crossover that they were hoping Flashpoint could have been, and then taking whoever and other people are gone. So I don't know who's going to, like, if that means Pattinson will become Batman, and then Henry Cavill's still Superman or whatever. But I wouldn't expect a big team up for a while. I I think they're going to try to, like, make these movies good. But uh, that's kind of going ahead of where I was supposed to just now. But, yeah. yeah. I have a counterpoint to that DC thing, but I'll wait till we get to DC. Um, but speaking of Marvel, this is, not, look, sport, um, this is, a, this is a proclamation of mine. I, I hope your fans or your listeners hear this and remember that I said it first. I don't know if that's true, by the way. I, I might not have said it first. But I really got – I have this strong feeling that Doctor Doom is going to be introduced in Wakanda forever. Because, mm. you know, watching – Namor is one of my favorite characters. Any of my friends know it. I love Namor. I, I, he's such an asshole. He's so arrogant. Like when you read like um, Avengers vs. X-Men or, um, or what's another – or like Illuminati stories, anything. He's, he's such a dick, but he's still noble. 
So there's no way he's going to be the villain, you know, the way the, the trailer is portraying him to be. That's, it's not going to happen. There has to be somebody else in the line that's tying, that that's causing everything to happen. And I Exactly. I, and I say if you introduce Victor Von Doom right now as the, the ruler of Latveria right now, I think it's a great time to do it. We don't need Reed. We don't need um, um, the Fantastic Four. We don't need that yet. But you could introduce Doctor Doom right now and go ahead and get us ready. And you know, and 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 let's see, let's see what's really going to happen in this Phase Five. Because you said it earlier, I think Doom is going to be a like they're calling it the Kang Dynasty. There's no way Kang's going to be the big, big, big guy because Kang's not that big of a threat. You know, comics wise, he's a second tier. Avengers villain, you know, and, you know, uh, Kang I, I, honestly should be to Loki what Doom is to Thanos. That, this phase. That's, that's, I couldn't have said it better myself, bro. Couldn't have said it better myself. Exactly. He could be the, you know, the, 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 the second to big bad guy, you know, but Doom could be like the guy and maybe Galactus or something later on. I don't know what they're doing. Fantastic Four, but, um, Wakanda Forever is going to give us a lot more, um, a lot more insight onto what's coming in the future. So that's my, easily my most anticipated movie of this um this phase for sure. But we did get mutants in Miss Marvel. I just wanted to say that I don't think anybody well, was expect think anybody was expecting that either. And that's that's a, that's a great point because I think that we should definitely talk about the fact that Phase Six only has three films on it. Period. Thanks, I, my guy. I Thanks. said. Six or seven is usually the thing. I mean, yes. they're showing six, but I think they're going to announce one more show, one more movie, probably Deadpool 3, I would assume, since they're start, about to start shooting it. So if, if that's the case, we have a couple more movies to come out. You know, that means we have uh, three to four. I feel like this is where they're going to have – I think it was like uh, – the name of it was um, Mutants or something like that. It was just going to be the name kind of the first thing. And then we also have a bunch of shows, so I'm wondering if this is where they're going to start developing the X-Men. I'm not happy about waiting until 2025. <laughs> Me either. I think, Me either. I think my ass is going to be almost fucking 40 by then. But uh, oh, oh, I'll, I'll be over it. I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But what are you going to do? But it's, this is where our shows – where primarily I want to start fan casting my ideas for the X-Men, uh, for the Fantastic Four, and going forward. And just to talk – you know, I don't know exactly what's going to be introduced when, if they're going to... I would love an X-Men, um, and I told you this, like a young X-Men, Children of the Atom show mm-hmm. from when they are kids, like, you know, in high school and shit like that, uh, with the Professor X, with the original team, and then maybe do the first movie, you do it with those X-Men, and they find Wolverine and Storm by the end of it, and then you probably do, I don't know, the... The giant size, if yes. you understand what I'm saying, that group of people, Go and then maybe introduce uh, the uh, uncanny animated series era after that, you know, and keep on expanding. Um, Magni- they're going to do a lot of stuff. We're going to get into some of the ideas for that, so just uh, look forward to it. I'll make some announcements online. I don't know what the name of the show is yet, but it's going to be fun. But I want to talk, before we get out of this, Avengers, the King Dynasty, I'm interested to find out what happens. That that could be a case where Doom just fucks over Kang at the end of it and takes us into Secret Wars. Yes. Maybe he becomes God Doom. Yes. Uh, and and I don't know. 
Are they going to have elements of the old Secret Wars? Is the Beyonder going to be a part of this? Is the multiverse, can we possibly see some of the stuff that we we wanted to see in uh, Multiverse of Madness actually take place in this? You know, are the three Spider-Men going to be involved? Like, there's so many questions, and Secret Wars is such a great concept because it represents two huge events in Marvel at different times, so yes. they can pull a lot of different mythos for it. So I'm really looking forward to that, man. Yes, me as well, bro. Will Spider-Man get his black suit in Secret yes. Wars? Will it, will it get the symbiote? Um, who, I mean, who knows? It's chilling uh, in Brazil in, at, a, at a fucking yeah. uh, tiki <laughs> yeah. hut or some yeah, shit. Yeah, a little, little tiki beach bar. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, before we get off of Marvel, um, I have a question for you. Um, how much bearing do you think X-Men 97 is going to have on the actual MCU? Do you think it's going to be just nostalgia, or do you think it'll have an impact on the future of the storytelling? I hope it brings out a lot of great stories from the comics, too. Maybe that they didn't attempt in the in the cartoon, but no, I, I don't. I, I think it's just going to be a nostalgia based thing, you know, okay. an expansion on the old cartoon. Okay, because I was thinking to myself last night, I was wondering, I was like, are they going to go this route with their mutant? You know, are they going to use this team? But I like your idea. I, I, that's exactly how I would do it. I would start off with the Children of the Atom, then move into you know giant size later. You get some more, you know, Colossus, maybe Nightcrawler, um, Thunderbird. Let me get some of those guys in there, and then you go to Uncanny. You know, then we start getting like Dazzlers or maybe Long Shots or Jubilees or or whoever. But my thing, Dane, is I, I tell people this all the time: the X Men is a much bigger universe than the Avengers is. You know, uh, the only reason they did the Avengers is because they didn't have the rights to do anything else, so they had to use what they had. But they could live off X-Men for the next 10 years if they do it right. You know, like X-Men stories are so much deeper. There's so much more lore, so many more characters and, and villains. There's more villains that we actually care about in the X-Men universe. You know, Avengers, they're just pulling from the bottom of the barrel when they're getting people like, um, you know, uh, Power Broker, for instance. <laughs> like the Power Broker. <laughs> like these are characters that nobody knows about unless you know, you know, comic comics. And, and that's fine. But the X-Men, they could eat off that. I mean, Fox did it. Shit, Fox did it for 20 years. So it was like, y'all could do the same thing, you know? And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and to kind of round it out, specifically talking about that, um, this is what we need, honestly. Phase 6 is what we need, and especially going forward after Phase 6, once we introduce the Fantastic Four, which maybe not the core four is as important as some of the villains that come within that whole entire realm. Your Doctor Tombs, your Galactus, your Silver Surfer, all the other characters are very important towards the Marvel Universe and expanding it. And then, yeah, like you said, the X-Men, I mean, you have the back-in-time aspect that they didn't really do that great of a job with, the more Terminator-style thing, you know, or or within the future is what I meant to say. And um, they have... You know, the deep space stuff uh, with the Star Jammers and fucking, <laughs> you yes. know. The, GR they, Empire. They, GR Empire. Yeah, exactly. And and, and uh, whatchamacallit, Gladiator and, oh. and everything. Like, they have so much different things. And then you can you can introduce Kitty and you can introduce, obviously, the Nightcrawler. But then they can go and make Excalibur with Captain yes. Britain. Um, you know, <laughs> yes. Yes. X-Factor, X-Force. There's so much science fiction. To go around, um, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think it's going to save, especially if they're really trying to not recast Steve Rogers and Tony Stark, 
which they should. You know, it's it's going to need some big names and some different places to go that are a little bit more familiar, especially with, with our generation who have grown up with these movies. Mm-hmm. So we want X-Men. God we, dang it. We need it, bro. We, we got to have it, man. We need, we need Wolverine, honestly. I love we gotta have Jackman. It. Maybe we can have old man Logan show up, you know, in fucking Secret Wars as a little send-off for him uh, to make everyone happy. But we really need a Logan in the MCU. It's very important. You ha- you have to have it, man. If you ever want to do stories like House of M or, or um, if you want to do anything like, you know, even if you do another Civil War. Maybe don't call it that, but if you do a proper Civil War or, or a decimation or, you know, if you do any of these stories, you have to have Logan because he's at the center. Days of Future Past, you know, like he's at the center of a lot of these stories. That's another question I have for you, sir. Do you think they will ever? Do you think they will retread things that Fox has already done, such as Days I, of Future Past, or such as you know, um, or like Apocalypse and Phoenix and things like that? I think Apocalypse will be introduced, and I think eventually, when they see the time right, exploring the Phoenix Force is something that could have been done amazing, has done been done terrible twice, <laughs> twice. <laughs> Everything else, Days of Future Past, even though it was so different, got such a great adaptation. Uh, I, I would leave everything. Well, no, there's also, I, I definitely think they're going to introduce um, another weird uh, thing within the X-Men mythos, the uh, Hellfire Club. Ooh. I think that's going to happen. So yes. we'll probably see certain things and other stuff, just leave it alone. They'll just like pick off of a buffet. They'll just take the, the Fox buffet and then get rid of, eat what they want, get rid of the rest. I like that's that. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yep. I, I think that's a great idea, sir. All right. So anything else about Marvel you want to talk about before we switch to a couple DC topics and get out of here? Nah, man. That um, I mean, I could talk about it for hours, but no. I'm, for, the, for time purposes, no, sir. That is enough for me. Well, there has been some... Horrible stuff going on in Warner Brothers right now. The pause that started before you that you took before you started the gas from the air that was classic. Please continue. Oh God. Um, so I'm 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 just going to try to say that, and I said this on on the Facebook group. I didn't get really a lot of attention with a video of. of Basically, John Campy explaining why this had to happen with the Batgirl situation. And look, I hate that this happened when it comes to Leslie Grace getting to play Batgirl. But David Zaslav is trying to stop a lot of ridiculousness that was going on behind the scenes that we heard for years um, between all the different people in charge. just meddling, getting involved with movies uh, like, you know, uh, Suicide Squad and, and BBS and changing it and mm. cutting stuff and asking for reshoots or getting a fucking commercial and music video company to redo a movie that was directed by David Ayer. Um, you know, just a lot of nonsense. And Walter Hamada, bye, Toby Emmerich, bye. Uh, the recent guy, I forgot what his name is. It was like this guy. It was what was it? That wasn't Kevin. Um, Takahara. Kevin Sujihara. Oh. Bye. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, the more recent one. He's the one who greenlit such classic movies that thank God are not going to happen anymore, like The Wonder Twins. 
and gave a bunch of money to J.J. Abrams and, and Brad Robot to give us absolutely nothing, even though they've had something going for the last five fucking years. So everyone is mad at David Zaslav. He has this new concept. We were talking about it beforehand, his 10-year plan. Uh, and I think he's going to nix a lot of stuff, and people are probably not going to be happy um, that he just doesn't think um, you know is, is worth investing into. Um, that's unfortunate, but that's just how it is, especially since he's wanting to turn this whole entire thing around. I, I think if there's a couple casualties of war, it's going to happen. But, you know, he's the one who was like, hey, or not him specifically, but when Discovery first came in charge, they moved Blue Beetle um, from being a HBO Max release. That was another thing that he's pissed off. That same guy that I can't remember wanted everything to go on the HBO Max app and fuck the movies, and he was mm-hmm. pissed off about that as well. But uh, they took that and decided to give it a theatrical run. Uh, a lot of people are scared that Blue Beetle's going to get touched. I don't think it will. Um, the actor himself is also a popular – not saying that Leslie Grace isn't popular, but, you know, he does have um, a Cobra guy. Yeah, of course. You know, going for him for, for the past. And it seems like this one was – took it, lots of – I have statements from different outlets that John Campia talked to uh, so that we can get into the specifics, but there were lots of different claims about the movie from people from multiple test audiences uh, that it wasn't getting well-received. There were people that worked for previous Warner Brothers and also Discovery that reported to John Campia and other people that I listen to that I trust and respect, and I don't think they would just make this up, that it was not a good film. Um, so the only way they could do this, Abe, to recoup the most money, they could try to put in theaters, see if it could get some, they were basically worried it was going to tank like, um, uh, Birds of Prey, uh, did not too long ago, Mm -hmm. which really should not have gotten made. So the best way they thought they could recoup the money and the reason why they can't put it on HBO Max is because they're going to write it off as a tax off. It's seventy to ninety million that they're dropping. Um, you know these movies are going to cost. You got to understand. Besides finalizing it in post, you got to talk about advertisement. Mm-hmm. Then you got to talk about doing the foreign market and getting it ready for theaters going far and wide. Then you know all that stuff adds up. Mm-hmm. Um, so to finish it, you're talking about trying to get up to 150 instead of just saying fuck it, cutting their losses. Writing out as a tax off. If you do that, you can't stream it. You can't show it afterwards. You're writing it off. So that kind of says for itself. And I, I, I think I know where I, they can go with Batgirl. And I think it actually would be a lot of fun and make a lot of sense. But before we talk about some of the other logistics, uh, how do you feel about this whole situation? Well, first and foremost, when it comes to DC, I think that one of the biggest mistakes they've made is trying to emulate Marvel. You know, um, once they saw what Marvel was doing with the connected universe, they tried to duplicate it, but they did it in reverse form. You know, they they said, we'll make the team movie, then we'll make solo movies. What I don't think they understand is that, let's let's be honest, most fans, I'd say 85, 90% of the fans don't care and don't know about these people being connected. If you make, they're just going to watch movies. They're not us 
you know, you can look at comic book sales, and it's always a good indication of how many people actually know about this stuff. Comic book sales are always awful. They've been awful for the last 10 years. You know, you have some good books every now and then, but most of the time they're not. So I wish that DC would just make good movies and stop worrying about it connecting. Stop worrying about, you know, if, you know, if Henry Cavill is going to be in Shazam and he's going to be in Black Adam. I don't care. Just make it good. Everything doesn't have to be Marvel. I like one shots. You know, I'm a, I'm a fan of a one shot comic book. You know, just give me a good story. Give me a good movie and and we'll be fine. Uh, with that being said, like I enjoyed Aquaman. I enjoyed Shazam. Um, I really enjoyed Shazam, actually. Um, I enjoyed me too. Um, I just think it was just fun. You know, it was just a fun, lighthearted movie with some good action scenes. I wish DC would just realize that they're not Marvel. You don't have to be. You know, you can go to their animated universe, which they they dominate. They dominate the animated world. Like Marvel can't even touch that. They they won't try. I don't think they'll even try to compete with them because you know DC's animated universe has been going strong since what two thousand and like six seven something like that. Um, just make that well, stuff. Honestly, on that uh, comment on that. Honestly, yes. if you think about it, the most well developed universe that's been done, I would say, right under the MCU, would be the DC animated universe, and I would say right after that <laughs> is the new DC universe. The Arrowverse. Well, no, no, not not the Arrowverse can come at some point because they trail <laughs> off, but. Uh, the animated stuff that they were doing direct to whatever that oh. started off with going against Darkseid and redoing uh, JLA War and yeah. then ending with the uh, Apocalypse War with all those. They, they, their animated stuff is great, um, you know. Yes, yes. But the, the movies have that issue. It's, you're absolutely right, though. What's, you can have stuff connecting. You can have people part of the same universe. You can do team-ups. And then you can do single stuff. You know, the Batman can have a bunch of Batman mythos stuff, but that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Robert Pattinson. Then you have the Joker and the sequel coming out for that. Uh, you can have Henry Cavill come back for Superman, be involved in Shazam and Black Adam. Uh, Batman's obviously going to be, or I should say, um, not not Batman. Uh, ben Affleck is going to be in Aquaman, and he's going to be in the Flash movie. Then we have Michael Keaton. You know, th- it's it's fun. Do that. Just, Just make good that. movies. Suicide Just- Squad, who's kind of in the same universe. You know, with Peacemaker and everything else, it's just which was just fantastic. Make good films, absolutely. Peacemaker was absolutely gold. I mean, it you know, it, it just it, now you did have a cheat code because you had James Gunn with you, so you know that helps. But Peacemaker was that's what I'm talking about. It's like okay, you can have you could have this segment over here where Wonder Woman and Batman, and, you know, and everybody's involved in it. But then, you, like you just said, you could have the Robert Pattinson Batman movie that's not connected. Now, the average fan, on the other hand, this could cause some confusion for them, you know, because but, Marvel ruined Marvel. It, Marvel ruined them. It ruined, you know, like it, that's what they think now. If they see a Marvel movie coming out, they're like, "Oh, where's Iron Man? Or where's Captain America?" Because they think it's all connected now, and then you know, it. it, it so, like, the Marvel thing, it was great, but it's something that doesn't have to be emulated by everyone. I remember Universal was trying to do a Universal Monsters universe um, when they did that Dracula movie and that Mommy movie. Like, Ugh. we don't it – is, it doesn't have to be connected. <laughs> Just make a good movie, and trust me, the people will watch it. Hey, if you're going to make a connected comic book universe, can they let Blumhouse do some really cool dark and gritty image comic book you know, movies like Spawn and Invincible and fucking Savage mm-hmm. Dragon yes. and all those fucking wacky-ass characters, because that would be a lot of fun. 
it, it would be great. I mean, you know, and the comic book, the comic book movie's not going anywhere anytime soon, obviously. So it's like, yeah, let's let's get some different material out there. We don't want a monopoly, you know, from one company or the other. There's so many great stories and great comics to be talked about. And you just mentioned Image. I mean, Image has. I mean, dude, you're talking about like, well, this might be Top Cow. Darkness, Witchblade, fucking all, all the Michael Turner stuff, like Witchblade, Darkness, Cyberforce. Like, dude, just come on with it, man. I'd love to see a Darkness story, but Darkness, it has to be a Blumhouse style. It has to be gritty. It has to be gangster, like with blood. even Invincible. Invincible yes. is a fucking it's is bloody. a very dark premise. Yes, <laughs> yes, very dark. You know, and the and, and, and while that. you're at it, even though it's Dark Horse, just buy the fucking rights for Hellboy and throw them in there too. Dude, fit right in with the pact. Just do it, man. It's like you know, um, you know. But DC Gen thirteen. Oh, Gen thirteen. Now, like, what, like maybe get some Wildcats coming in here or something like that. Like, well, that's what sucks. I would love the Wildcats, but they're technically owned by fucking DC because Jim Lee sold the, oh, his side. Awesome. Yep. You're right. Oh man, damn it. Well, it. It's it's not the same, you know. <laughs> no. Rifter needs to be interacting with Spawn and and fucking other people like that. So, I need to see all that so. together. Man. Um, but when it comes to DC, um, let's see what their ten year plan is. I have the strong now. Look, The Rock. He's been The Rock is to what Black Adam as what Ryan Reynolds is to Deadpool. You Absolutely, know, he's, he's been advocating for this movie for over ten years. He said, "I want to be Black Adam. I want to be Black Adam." Now he's going to get to be him. Now I'm a rock fan. I just can't see him in this role. I'm gonna give it a chance, but I'm not the most excited. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. We'll see. We 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 shall see. But the fact that they have Hawkeye in it, the fact I mean Hawkman, excuse me, the fact they have Doctor Fate in it, like okay, and Pierce Brosnan is playing Doctor Fate. I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited. So I won't I won't um, bully too much on DC until I see. Until I see Black Adam, until I see Shazam, if we ever get the Flash movie, I know you have issues with Ezra. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They said apparently they're going to still put that movie out. So we'll- It just sucks because they have to – that's another thing. If you guys want to know, one of the other reasons why Batgirl, they don't want to you know, invest more time and put it in theaters and put more money into it is the story set up by The Flash. This is fucking Michael Keaton over completely too – on top of, totally. you know, Leslie and, and everyone else involved. But they're not going to advertise The Flash that much. They're hoping to put that in the theaters and make whatever they can off it and hope, and just cut the loss because they don't want to have him on a campaign trail. They can't, no, obviously. You can't. You can't. He's, they're trying to find him and put him in jail, and he keeps on showing up at parties <laughs> in fucking places. He's, so, a loose can- he's a loose cannon, man. It's scare. It's it sucks, but that's that's the case. So if you don't get to see the original story that sets up this movie with the Supergirl character and this Batgirl character, it's gonna affect it. And honestly, this is I'll I'll end it like this. I I had some quotes from different outlets, you know, that that were just talking about the the screenings and whatnot, and a lot of the stuff they were hearing. But it's here nor there. Um, I think that what they should do, what my idea is, able, what I would like to see happen is put Leslie in, since they already are, they're, they're really expanding this, uh, the Batman universe. Uh, they have two shows coming up, an Arkham Asylum show to expand the Joker 
his relationship with the Riddler and kind of like give you, they made it sound like they were all going to be individual stories of different inmates, which I think is going to be awesome. Uh, they're doing a Penguin series to a Sopranos-like style with uh, Colin Farrell's Penguin. You know, and then there was the, uh, they decided to put it on hold, but they eventually want to do a GCPD led by Commissioner Gordon. You know, I was looking over some ages and stuff like that. Jeffrey Wright's a great actor. He looks great for his age, but he's 56. Yeah. And I, I could be wrong, but I don't remember them establishing his family that much within the Batman, did they? No. No. I don't think they even mentioned that he had a family, to be honest. Leslie Grace is 27. She looks way younger, but she's close to 30. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, I know that she's Dominican and he's black, but, you know. No, old is old. Well, no, what what I was trying to say is, like, I know, like, to me, she could be the fucking Barbara Gordon for him. Mm, and Got you. You could do a show, a dark and gritty show, of because Batgirl is different than Robin. She's kind of more like, I would say, like Tim Drake, because except for the fact that she just started doing stuff on her own. Mm-hmm. She took the moniker of Batgirl, and, and at most iterations, she starts off on her own, and Batman finds her. Yes. So they don't really have to go into too much. You can just do a miniseries, maybe like eight episodes, and see where it goes. But Dark and Grady were Batgirl, or Barbara Gordon decides that she's going to go and try to, like, cause, you know, whatever, and allow her to expand on that, or give her a movie, or something like that. I think that that would be a fun tie-in, and she would also be able to, I think, show more of an acting performance in something that Matt Reeves is a part of, no offense to whoever was in charge of uh, the Batgirl movie. I definitely, I didn't I didn't see which way you were going with that, but I got you now 100%. Yeah, I could see... Jeffrey Wright being her father. Uh, if you're going to go the Barbara Gordon route, uh, what was the young lady who played Batgirl on that show on CW? What, which, which which version of Batgirl was that? That was Batwoman. That was Batwoman. You're right. You're right. What? What? what okay, I forget her real name. Is it Kate Kane? Kate Kane? Kate Katie Kane? Kane yep. Katie. Okay. Um. You know. <sighs> mm. I'm not a big fan of palette swaps. I guess that's I'm not the biggest fan of palette swaps, you know, having like um you know, Batman, Batgirl, Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, you know, um Wolverine X-23. Like uh, some of sometimes it works for me. Um and even in, not a gender situation, even when it's the same gender, when it's like Iron Man War Machine, you know, or or Scorpion Sub-Zero, like sometimes it's just it could be too much. There's so many cool stories that I think they could touch on besides Batgirl personally. Like, you know, you could do a I'd, I'd rather see a whole thing about Zatanna. Like, you could do a whole Zatanna show or something. Like, Zatanna's a cool-ass character. Or maybe even go Justice League Dark, bring Constantine back. And, um... Oh, dude, the, the fact that at one point, Guillermo del Toro wanted to do a Justice League Dark with Swamp Thing, John Constantine, Zatanna, yes. Adam Zandu, um, and who was the other person? Dead Man. Yeah, Dead Man, Dead Man. And some of the, the casting I was hearing going on before it just fell apart, and I'm like, I fucking hate you, DC, because it was like you and McGregor and uh, Colin Farrell were both positioned to play either Constantine or um, uh, Jason Blood. Oh uh, man, yeah. And then um, it was um, what's her name, uh, Monica Belushi for Madame Zandu. Um, I think it was actually. Oh god, dang it! I can't remember. Who was the Tana? They had a great actress lined up, but it was a, it was an all star cast. Um, Ron Perlman for, for Swamp Thing. 
come on, yes. Yes. So, yeah, that would be a great group to introduce. I will say, though, with Batgirl, I, this is more a little bit more about redemption to me, and Leslie Grace, I think, should play her. And if they don't want to go the route that Flash sets up because they can't really use the setup movie, you know, in a, in a wide way like they, they used to be able to. You know, Barbara's a really tough character. She's a loner. She's by herself. She has a lot of fucked up shit that happens to her throughout the course of her career. So she could be a fun person to dabble into. And then we'd also get more Jeffrey Wright. Um, so just an idea, especially like a, a miniseries or something or a one-off movie. Could be something cool. If you're giving me more Jeffrey Wright, I'm I'm always down with that. I'm 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 gonna sign up wherever you want me to sign. I just want DC to know that everything doesn't have to be connected. Uh, if 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 you're listening to if you're listening to this, who's the new guy? Who's the new CEO? What's his name? Um, David uh, Zaz- David Zaslov. David Zaslav. David Zaslav, if you're listening to this, sir, which I know you are, you need to understand that it does not need to all be connected, okay? You're not Kevin Feige. You're not Marvel. You know, um, we don't – if you connect it, then cool. But DC, you know, and I'm a DC guy. I, 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 I like both. I love, I love all comics. I'm not – I don't – you know, I'm not a you – know, I, I like it all. If it, They all have good stuff to, to give us. DC, there's so many awesome stories that DC could do. I mean – and, and one thing to the credit of the the Arrowverse, I will give it credit for like they did a lot of cool stories. Like they did, I think they did Infinite um, Identity Crisis. I think they did um, what they do Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like they did all these big ass crossovers that DC has. And you know, sadly it was on TV because you know we didn't get to see it. You know, with the big budget special effects we wanted, but they did a really good job. And um, I think the Flash thing, Grant Gustin has bored himself has bored himself into people's hearts. Like people love Grant Gustin as Flash. So, you know, if you're going to make a Flash movie, which is coming out, it has to at least be better than the show. It, like it has to be, you know, um, cause everybody's just going to say, why didn't you just use Grant Gustin? Why didn't you just get him? You know, um, DC, just, just know that we're here for you, man. I'm not going to, I'm not a hater. I'm going to watch whatever you put out. Just make it good, man. Just make, just make it quality. That's all, that's all I want. No, man, and they have a lot of stuff coming out. Are you looking forward to uh, the musical Joker 2 with Lady Gaga? I, it sounds so crazy and out there, but I have to admit I am very intrigued because Joker was, I don't know, it's its a dark-ass movie. It's probably the best DC movie. It's a very well-made DC film. It, to me, it reminds me of like how Logan is to Marvel films. Perfect. I see Joker is not the same tone or anything like that, but like, Neither one of the, they they seem like indie films. Yeah, you know. Yes, yes. You you could tell that um, you could tell that um, Todd Phillips, who's an amazing director, that he was like, you know what, I'm making what I want to make, and they let him. That's like the people that well, you you talked about this earlier about the meddling of things, like the Suicide Squad. David Ayer never had a chance. He never yeah. had a chance, man. And that movie ended up come it ended up being a an hour and forty five minute music video, with fast quick cuts, and no kind of um continuity you know then you, now when they let james gunn do the same thing they say here do what you do we'll take our hands off then look what you get it's like just take your hands off let the filmmaker make what they want to make you know um look i don't want to jump into star wars too much but people if you don't know i'm a huge star wars guy that's one of my biggest issues with the new star wars movies you could see the meddling 
I mean, literally, it's not it's not conjecture. Yep. It's, it's not it's not my opinion. No, the last Jedi was Ryan Johnson doing what he wanted to do, and then they came back and said, "Sorry, this isn't going to work." Sorry about this. We got to do this. Let's go back and get J.J. Abrams and let him just do fan service. And, you know, I, I don't don't listen to what like fan service is a, there's a thin line between fan service and um, just, you know, rolling over and taking it in the butt. It's like, dude, sometimes you got to say, you know what? Screw you, fans. going to make what I want to make, because if that's why we're not directors. We don't know everything like yeah. we, we we think we know what we want. But no, the. The Last Jedi was my favorite of the new movies because it was him trying to do something different and trying to, you know, set up a new universe. But they just threw it out the window. And that's kind of what happened with Suicide Squad, kind of what happened with, um, what, what other, oh, uh, duh, um, the Snyder Cut, the Snyder, uh, the Justice League. Like, yeah, you know, I know Snyder had a tragedy that happened to him and, you know, and he had to leave. And we all understand that. But it's like they brought Josh Whedon and was like, hey, Make this movie. Fun. You made the event. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Exactly, my guy. You could do it. Just make it funny. Just make it funny, and and we'll love it. And then you watch the Snyder cut, and you're like, wow, this is night and day, night and day. Uh, the Snyder cut was so much better to me. Did it need to be four hours? Maybe not, but it was absolutely night and day. And you know, so just let the creators be creative. Let them make with the, their vision. Let them, you know, fulfill their vision, and deal with it. Deal with the consequences because you obviously see your meddling doesn't increase your box office profits. It doesn't increase your profits. So just let them make what they're going to make, and 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 you know, and let the cars lie where they lie. It's my opinion. I agree with you, man. And uh, to kind of finish off this conversation, I also want to talk about one guy I brought up earlier, who is now kind of. Well, let's just say that Zaslav got him involved, and he's not a permanent person because he actually retired for, like, the second time. He's almost 80 years old. But Alan Horn, uh, the guy that was in charge and CEO of Walt Disney Studios from 2012-2020, and also the COO for Warner Brothers from 99 to 2012, introducing pretty hot properties like Lord of the Rings mm. uh, and other stuff uh, within uh, Warner Brothers, the Matrix, he, right? The Matrix, yes. Okay. Um, Excuse my interruption. No, no, you're good. He, uh, He's there basically overseeing this development going forward, but he's not supposed to be there um, full-time. They want a replacement, so I guess he's an interim uh, person. But uh, he also happens to be, like I already established earlier, the mentor for Kevin Feige. So uh, the fact that Kevin's gotten stuff you know, taken away from him um, as far as control. Just uh, a weird that his mentors over back in uh, Warner Brothers trying to revitalize and do a 10-year plan with DC. And, hey, you think that that doesn't happen? I just told you, Alan Horn was the producer uh, for one of the biggest booming eras of fucking Warner Brothers and then went right over to Disney and did it for them for the next 10 years. So it could happen. It, it 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 can happen and it does happen. I mean, it happens in sports all the time, you know, all the time. You you you. Tom Brady is the best example. Tom Brady goes to Tampa. Everybody wants to come to Tampa. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to go be a Buck now because they're like, this guy is a a, a legend. He's the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, I want to play with him. I could see Kevin Feige saying, you know what? I want to play for this guy. You know, <laughs> I, I want to go over there and I want to and want to rebuild 
you know, Warner Brothers the way that we did Marvel. That would be a nail in Marvel's coffin. Because I don't see... Don't Look, let me ask you this question. Do you think that they could get more comic guys, you know, to be involved? Because I remember DC had um, Jeff Johns for a little bit. I don't know if he's still there or not. But they put in got Jeff Johns for a little bit. And um, he... I think he was there when they made the Man Still. I think he was there when they did B versus Superman, Batman versus Superman. But do you think comic guys, like real comic guys, like Todd McFarlane, you know, um, well, Josh Whedon's a comic guy too. But you think real comic guys could could bring that same vigor over to the film? You know, it depends. I think it depends on the person, and I know okay. that's not the best answer, but no, it is. It is. I get what like, you're saying. But, like, there was a time period where Kevin Feige had – this is when he was under Pewmutter for because he was uh, in charge of, of Marvel, the company, mm-hmm. and they were the, the movie division. And finally he was like, hey, Alan, me and him, we're not, like, you know, I'm making money for the company. He's just in the fucking comic realm, so <laughs> he can fuck off. I'm not listening to him because they had – and I heard it was beneficial, but they had, like, a roundtable. It was Brian Michael Bendez – um, and a lot of other big people within the Marvel comic books that would, you know, meet with Kevin Feige every once in a while. And they stopped doing that from what I know. But, you know, I at the same time, certain people, maybe like a Grant Morrison, you know, or uh, I'm trying to think of like someone that's worked in some entertainment stuff. They're just two different fields at the same time, you know. There, look, uh, that's that's why when I go watch movies, comic movies in particular, when I leave, I I try my best not to say, oh, that was nothing like the comics, because they're not the same. Like you, just, they're not the same medium. Like you know, um, I forget who, which character it was, but someone was like, oh, why didn't they just give him that costume? It was like, well, because it probably would look stupid on the screen. It looks great on the page, but it's not the same on the screen. So why isn't Thor wearing his helmet with there the you wings? Go. There you go. Because it looks stupid. I mean, look, they did it with Wanda. All God bless Sam Raimi. I love Sam Raimi. I mean, you know, he, he's done great things. We'll never forget Evil Dead and you know Dark Man and Spider Man. We'll never forget that stuff. But he did not do a great job with Doctor Strange. Um, it could have been because of executive meddling. But Wanda's outfit looks stupid on screen. I mean, it just it, that's just my opinion. You know, it it doesn't look the best. Like it looks kind of cheesy that. That stupid Magneto hat or that M hat she wears. Like, it looks kind of... She looked like she was about to go to the fucking Met Gala. I agree. I agree. Yeah, exactly. About to go have brunch with, like, Kim Kardashian or something. Like, it just... it. You know, some things don't translate from the page to the screen, and, um, and it, that goes for exactly what you said about the creators, you know. I think Jeff Loeb um, was was really heavily directed um, or heavily involved with the TV stuff. Like, I think he was mm-hmm. with Smallville... I think he might have had something something to do with Arrow and Flash, maybe. So you know, it can work if if they can differentiate between film, TV, and comic books. You know, because they're just not the same. You know, um, it, it's just not the same thing. So I, I, no, what your answer was perfectly it was perfect. It was perfect. They're not, it depends on the person. It depends on who it is. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, yeah. Um, like I said, I'm optimistic about seeing Leslie and something else. They, they, I think even stated that they want to work with her in the future. Everyone got paid. And I think that it takes leadership, honestly, to make decisions like that. 
and that we shouldn't freak out because now even like wrestling fans are like, oh my god, they're going to get rid of AEW because it doesn't do as well, even though it's their top fucking show on TBS and TNT <laughs> for their platforms. Like, guys, chill out. Chill they just out, took out man. a Batgirl movie, okay? It didn't do well. Well, it got the same, you know, critic response when people saw pre-screening. Actually, that was It too, and It too was definitely a downgrade from It. So totally, just chill the fuck out. Totally. Um, I watched one of my favorite movies yesterday. Um, actually, I watched four movies yesterday, which I haven't had the time to do. But I sat down and watched four movies. One of my favorite movies I watched. I watched Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and um, one of the huge threads or long, you know, like, huge storylines of that movie is internet people who bitch on the internet you know and complain i think kevin smith caught that before it even happened like before it was even a thing he saw it happening because this was 1999 i believe or 2000 so kevin smith saw what was going to happen and i'm at this point where it's like dude screw the fans man the fans don't the comic book fans who get pissed off and say we're boycotting it's not going to hurt the movie it's not going to hurt it just make your movie and we will go watch it and then, you know, we'll complain about it in chat rooms later. But, you know, just make your movie, man. Make your movie. That's the, big, the, only, the main thing I could say to DC. Make your movies and, just, and believe in them. You know, don't, don't, you know, don't give it to HBO Max 30 days after it's been in the movies. It's like, dude, <laughs> make your movie, man. Make make your movie and, and believe in it. Don't pull a Mortal Kombat. Don't pull a, um, what was that other movie they uh-huh. dropped? They dropped this movie on HBO Max during the pandemic. It was um, it had Denzel Washington in it. What was it called? Um, oh, I think it was shit. I think it was like the little things or the little things. They had the guy from um, what, what's his name? Rami Malek. I think he was in it. Um, but it, it just didn't do good. It, it wasn't good. Um, you know, and I could tell you dumped it on HBO Max because you didn't think it was good enough to be in the movies. Just make your movie, man, and believe in it. Okay, and DC. Make your stuff, man. Believe in it. We will watch it. Period. If you build it, they will come. And you're, you were talking <laughs> about little things. Little um, things. Little things. I, I turned it off, I think, halfway through. I just wasn't interested. Um, you know, I'm one of the dummies that watched Mortal Kombat in the movies. Uh, I want to watch, watch it that Thursday. I was so excited. You know like, what? Oh. And that's, that's the thing about Phantom that pisses me off. It doesn't matter if it's comics. Doesn't matter if it's fucking MCU. Doesn't matter if it's DCU. Doesn't matter if it's wrestling. It, it, it's like the fans that tell you that you need to like something, even if you don't like it, just because. And if you're not, you're just a, not a great fan. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't remember exactly where I was going with that. What was the last thing you said before I went on that rant? I'm sorry. Oh, I'll, I went and watched Mortal Kombat in the movies. So Mortal Kombat. I love the fucking IP. I have loved the video games. I used to read fucking, like, fan-made, fan-fact fiction when I was a kid. Um, I played every one of the video games. I knew the mythos. It's such a great, dark property. I've been waiting for, I don't know, a studio to take a fucking video game seriously enough to... Put that property and make it into good films. Like they finally started doing with fucking comic books. I mean, Metal Gear Solid, Legend of Zelda. You got so many different properties. Resident Evil done the way that they did in the fucking games and not doing all these weird offshoots that have nothing to do with it. (sighs) This is a whole (sighs) other podcast, man. This is a whole other thing. 
we've talked Mortal about Kombat. This briefly. We've talked about this briefly before. Video game properties are ripe. Ripe. I mean, and I don't have to like Mortal Kombat if I go. I would rather watch the original from the fucking nineties than that thing. There was everything with Sub Zero and Scorpion was great. The rest of that film was fucking trash. And people saying, well, "What would you expect? Mortal Kombat? What?" That's the reason why the world doesn't work correctly. It's that because is ridiculous. of you. That is because of you, idiot. Well, Mortal Kombat—they're on Mortal Kombat Eleven, asshole. Like, do you think they get to eleven without people without it being good? Like, come on, man. Like, that's ridiculous. No, and they they're supposed fall- to be cheesy. No. no. No, 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 no. Because 1995's Mortal Kombat, now, you know, in hindsight, is it cheesy now? Yes. But when it came out, I don't care what anybody says. That movie was absolutely amazing. I think I watched it like you know four or five say? times in the movies. It was great. I think the Mortal Kombat from the 90s is still, if we're not counting, you know, not going by the property like a... Like like Pikachu, which I love that movie, and the Sonics were that was a great movie. I I agree with you on that. Great movie. If we're talking about straight adapted, I would say Mortal Kombat from the fucking nineties over anything that's come out. Like, tell me anything, even if they had better budgets. World of Warcraft was fucking boring as shit. Assassin's Creed had fucking Michael Fassbender in it. It sucked. Terrible. (laughs) It sucked. Resident Evil is all a fucking joke. It sucked. uh, uh, maybe the first one, I, and it's actually funny because the same director as the first Mortal Kombat, but maybe there's f- yeah, certain redeeming is. things about the first one. But everything else was Fast and the Furious with fucking zombies. Agreed. Now, there's something that's not a movie that's video game related that I think might be the best thing ever. Did you ever watch Castlevania? Yes, and I do think that it's a very well done uh, series. I, I actually would love you know, whether it be an HBO Legend of Zelda series or Metal Gear Solid on a streaming service, you You know, a really dark version, like, you know, stuff like that would be a lot of fun. You gotta have You could do that. Castlevania, they should do live action because they proved with the cartoons they can make it really cool. You, you, look, there's, I mean, we could go on the line, man. We could just, we could sit here and list the hundreds of properties that video games have that, that could make movies. I mean, you know, um, one of my biggest ones that I really want to see from the Nintendo side is well, because they do have the Mario movie coming out soon, so hopefully that's the the ignition that Nintendo needs to start releasing some of their IP. Because I think Metroid, I honestly think Metroid could be this dark ass aliens, you know, tone, you know, horror movie, you know, with the Metroids and and the average fan. You wouldn't let them know that Samus is a woman until the end, kind of like the first game, when people and then it would blow people away if they didn't know. Uh, you know, it, it, you know, we would know, but if you didn't know, I think Metroid is like ripe for um, a good storytelling. Nintendo's holding on so much IP between you know Zelda, Metroid. I think Star Fox lends itself to film. Um, yep. You know, there's 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 just there's so many things, but Sony opened up a studio. Recently, so they made a video game division. So we'll see what happens when they release. Um, what do they have coming out? I think The Last of Us is coming out. I think. Um, um, and that dude, that's the thing that sucks. You hear Last of Us? Oh, there's no way they could fuck that up. And then, <laughs> then you watch Uncharted. No. Yeah, and then you watch Uncharted, or you watch, 
like I said, Assassin's fucking Creed that it had Michael Fassbender and Marion Courtyard in it, and it sucked. What a waste of talent. What a waste Fuck. of talent. You could have just went and got, you know, um, the guy who plays Superman on CW. Like, you would have went and got him if, if you're not going to make, you know, put an emphasis on the actual subject material. Or, like, let's make the stories count. Bro, next time I do a podcast with you where it's not fan casting, I'm telling you, we could talk about video game movies. I could talk about that with you all day because it's it's something that's gonna come eventually. It's gonna happen. We just um, we just have to wait on that one. I thought it was gonna be Pikachu, Dane. I really did. I thought Pikachu was the one that was gonna be like, oh, okay, we can do this. Nope, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. That was a that was a fun film, and I also like the Sonics. They're basically a ripoff of that as well. I like the Sonics. Too. Yeah, I think they both. Were, I think both Sonics were fun. It's, the last one was really fun. Idris Elba. Like, I can't picture anybody else being Knuckles now. Besides, him. yeah, dude, he did great as Knuckles, and I also love Jim Carrey as Eggman. That's fucking great. He kills it. Hilarious. He kills it. He kills it, bro. All right. Well, uh, I think man. that's the show. Yeah, man, for sure, man. Awesome. That was a pleasure. All right. Well, uh, Abe. Why don't you give, you know, you, you kind of mentioned stuff at the top, but uh, give any plugs and say goodbye to all the lovely people in Geek Vibes Nation. Um, everyone, my name is Abe. I host a contest called Super Geek Trivia Fights, the geekiest game in Atlanta. Um, I have over 550 categories, so whatever you like, I guarantee you there's something there for you. Follow Super Geek Trivia on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You can find out all of our locations. Website coming soon. Merchandise coming soon. And um, if you love talking about geek stuff like me and Dane did, check out Hyper on Facebook. It's an awesome group with a bunch of awesome people who like to leave input. And also check out Geek, geek Vibes Nation because I'm telling you, that is one of the, the best groups on Facebook at least that I can say for sure because that's where I follow them. The, it's the, one of the best groups on Facebook. Like when things drop, Joel is on it. I mean, he's releasing it. Boom, boom, boom. So I get a lot of news from Geek Vibes Nation to be honest. And um. You know, shout out to Geek Vibes Nation, man. And shout out to Hyper. Man, it was, it's been a pleasure being here talking geek with you. Wax poetic, wax poetic geek, I should say. Thanks for having me, sir. No problem, Abe. Um, a lot of fun. We'll definitely do it again. And, uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to be doing a fan casting show. We might be doing another Dane Rants talking about video game movies uh, sometime soon in the future as well. Uh, but we will let, I will let you know all the information, and you can follow me at Dane Alves on both uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook or DaneAlves42 on Twitter. Uh, join the conversation. Join Geek Vibes Nation. You guys have a lovely time out there whenever you're listening to this. And, you know, as always, peace off and let the Geek Vibes be with you. Straight out the fucking Dungeons of Rap. All right. Bye.